What is going on, y'all? Amazing new Tuesday. Welcome to the Joel Friday TV podcast. This is Joel Friday. Bienvenido. Welcome to the show. It is Tuesday post Labor Day. No, that's wrong. Post Memorial Day. Amazing. Amazing weekend. Happy to be here. Glad to be here. What's going on, chat? How y'all doing? Amazing. Hope you guys are doing well. Uh, shout out to the team, the whole Jesse Lee Peterson crew, and the Bond crew as well, and the network, the whole nine. Hi, y'all. Amazing. So, welcome to the show. It's good to be here. Uh, really quick, uh, I want to go over some topics we're going to cover today. Um, I really want, I have a few. I have a few, but I'm going to tell you guys just one, and then we'll see how the show plays out. But we're going to be talking about wolves in sheep's clothing today, playing God. Wolves in sheep's clothing. So we're going to be talking about that today. And we got some other things maybe. We'll see how the show goes. Um, but before we get into that, make sure you do something very, 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 very important. Hit that like button. Smack it. Lay the smack down on the like, subscribe, and share button. Tell all your peoples and your peoples, 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 peoples to share the show. Subscribe so we can get the subscribers up and the message out. We're getting there. Subscribers are going up. Oh, they going up. And I appreciate that. And the numbers are going up, and it's looking good, and I'm grateful. So thank you all for tuning in and showing love. Keep it up across the board. Um, We got some good stuff coming. So, appreciate y'all. Also, this is a talk show, so you know what you can do on a talk show. You can call in. You know what I mean? So, call in at 888-775-3773, and we can talk, we can conversate, we can argue, we can fellowship, we can do it all. All in the name of Jesus. I'm here for it. So, you can call in, 888-775-3773. Amazing weekend, right? So much stuff be happening so much stuff be going on. Um, good, the bad, the ugly, and the mess. You know what I mean? But what I wanted to talk about is that why do we look up, up look at it in different ways? The good, the bad, the ugly, and the mess, right? Why do we have all these different ways that we look at it? You know what I mean? I'll say me, right? I'm definitely guilty of this. Why do we look at it in so many different ways? The good, the bad, the ugly, the off, the on. You know what I mean? Why do we view it in all these different categories? It seems like when we do that, it, it causes problems. I'm off. I'm on. I'm down. I fell. I'm back up. It's hard. This is a mess. This sucks. This is so good. This is so bad. Like, we name everything. What the? We're going to get into some details on that. Um, but I wanted to talk about wolves in sheep's clothing. Ooh. 
You guys heard that saying before, right? Wolves in sheep clothing. But you know, you know Satan's biggest trip. I mean trick. The enemy's biggest trick is to make you believe you're not the wolf in the sheep's clothing. Facts. You're all we're always like pointing the finger like, oh, he is. No, he is. Him. But it be us sometimes too. You know what I mean? And we're gonna identify. Oh, we're gonna be honest with ourselves today. Oh, we're going to be honest so we can get free. Okay, so we're going to get into that. Um, but I did want to talk about wolves and sheep's clothing. And to me, that's like playing God, right? What's the chat saying? The Joanne, the jo, the Joel hand shuffle. I'm taking a break. I feel like I neglect the chat, so I just want to say hi for a second. I feel like I never get a chance to to see anything. From the chat, because I'm just so like trying to get the message out. I thought it was make you believe it didn't exist the way he can. It said Lord Bibby, forty two says the way Satan can manipulate you easier. Oh, he asked that as a question. The way he can manipulate you easier. I don't quite know what that means, but Satan is tricky. Zeus says, sup, Joel. Sup, Zeus. Dan T. Jen says, thoughts, the biggest trick, hence useless chatter, who seeks glory. Yeah. Joel sitting down and still moonwalking. <laughs> Amazing. So, maybe I'll get to some more later. Uh, American, <laughs> Nick said, give me attention. <laughs> so, wolves in sheep's clothing, playing God. And I'm a, this is what I realized why we play God. And, and when we talk about this, look at yourself. Don't look. Don't don't think about other people as an example, because that's that's the first thing human nature does. Just think about somebody else. Think about yourself when we talk about this. OK. And I remember and this still happens, you know, but. I remember when I first became like really started like growing as a Christian and like seeing and like really learning and, um, you know, really like digging into the word and listening to different messages online. Um, there's like an excitement that came like, um, a, a motive, like an inspiration to like, want to, you know, change my life around, be better. And I felt like that was when like God was like calling me to make some changes, you know? And, as they were happening, I got like this, like this wind of excitement, like, man, you know, this is where I want to be. I don't want to do that mess no more. I'm over it. I'm done with it. Like I'm ready to move forward. Right. And in the, the midst of that, you get excited and throughout your whole, um, your transformation, I, I don't like that word, but throughout your whole, like, I guess you could say, we'll say transformation. You're like um, going in and out, right? You're learning, you're growing, you're learning, you're growing. And I realized that when we realize that we want to live right and we get excited about it or we're inspired by it, that's when we put in this effort, right? And I think episode, I forgot what episode it is, but we talk about effort, 
but I'm not going to get too much into that. But we get excited, so we want to put in this effort. We want to stop doing the things that we know don't bring us life and satisfaction or or peace or joy. Like, we want to get rid of those things, and we just want to be on the right track, right? On fire for Jesus. So as a result of that, we, like, put in the effort to do it, right? We, We take the proper steps. Reason why we do that is because we're trying to avoid being wrong because now we have this understanding of, like, what sin is, right? And, like, how it affects us and, like, and like um, the type of person we become and how people view us when we, when we like, wrestle with these things that are quote-unquote sins, right? Sex, drugs, um, rock and roll, Right? But we want to. We realize we want to get away with that. We want away from that. We want to live a better life. So, because of that, we start to have this belief that a better life looks like this. So we put this effort in to have this better life, and we. The whole purpose is trying to avoid falling back, right? Falling back, and the reason why we don't want to fall back no more. Is because we feel guilty. Guilt is the reason, right? We feel guilty. And that, that guilt that we feel from doing wrong after we became a Christian, after we said we were going to do, uh, we were going to change our life around, after we're, we're trying to make, um, we're trying to do the right thing, we, we, we develop this guilt. And the guilt is the reason. Now, once we have this guilt, we then say, you know what? I need to figure out how I'm going to stop doing these sins, right? How I'm going to stop doing sins, right? So what do we do when we say, okay, we're going to stop sinning? What do we do? We go back to the things that we know kind of works, right? We get to work. And what I mean by get to work is we do our prayer, right? We pray and we realize that, oh, okay, this this kind of like keeps me away from sinning. We eat healthy, right? It makes us feel better. We work out. It makes us feel better. We fellowship. We go to church. We stay productive. We, we, we stack up our schedule. We do all the right things, right? And all those things do help. They help you get your mind off of um, drifting off into the wrong things. They help you keep you focused. They help build this momentum. And what it does is it like, it gives you that separation from the ego, right? And when you separate from the ego is when you um, get some clarity. Then you start to realize that, wow, those thoughts that I was thinking are actually not real. They're, they're, they're lies. I'm not depressed. I just had a thought that made me feel a certain way, right? So we start to drift away those things fellowship, working out, eating healthy prayer. They help us drift away from the ego, right? And once we get that space from the ego is when we can, like, see clear, right? So we love doing the work, right? And the work's not bad. The work's not bad. That's not where I'm going with it. So hang with me. The work and the fellowship and the eating right and all that stuff, that's, those things aren't bad. Those are good things. Those help you stay clear-minded, right, and, you know, present, So those aren't bad. But why after three months, six months, 
a year, two weeks, two days, we smack right back to the sinning. Oh, we back to sinning. We get like that space. We're feeling good. We got that momentum. We got up the mountain, right? And then right when we're going up, we're thinking like, man, I, I, I'm doing it. I'm do-. And then you just fall right back and fall right back into your old puddle of sins. Anybody done that before? Raise your hand. Right? And then you're like, what the? How did I get back here? That's another mistake. How did I get back here? The wrong language. But that's what we say. How do I get how did I get back here? I thought I was doing good. And then you start to blame yourself, like, man, I should have endured harder. Man, I should have went longer. Man, why did I do that? I knew I shouldn't, but I did it anyway, right? Then the guilt comes back. Back to guilt. And I wanted to use this example. I don't know if it's going to work. I don't know if this example is going to work, but I wanted to try this example. And maybe it helped make sense of what I'm saying, because I don't know if I'm making sense um, right now. I hope I'm making sense. Am I making sense, chat? Let me know if I'm making sense. Um... Because I will is to involve Loki. Yeah. So somebody, some of you guys are getting it. So I'm explain. I'm explain an example. So there's this thing called the rubber band theory. Okay. I'm gonna try to use this. I don't know if you can see this. Hold on. I have a rubber band here. Let me do it like this. I have a rubber band here. Okay. I have a rubber band. I'm gonna use this thing called the rubber band theory. So. I'm going to put the rubber band on my hand. You guys see it? Like this. Right? This right hand here is the sins. Right? And this left hand here is us, you. Right? We're like this. Hold on. We're like this with the ego, right? We're attached to the ego. And when we work and we eat healthy and we work out, and we fellowship, and we go to church, and we stay productive, and we stack our schedule, we get like this, right? There's a separation from the ego. In the middle of that separation is clarity, right? It's clear, it makes sense, God can get in. We're like, oh, shoot, there's a whole nother life. Wow, this is amazing. I'm not my ego, blah, 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 right? And this is great. All those things that we do, to avoid this left us attaching to the sin, this separation allows us to see, right? But then six months later, bah, we back here. What the, right? And then we do it again, and then we do it again, and then we're back here. And then, then we get a little bit further. We see a little bit more clear. We reach new heights. I'm on a new level. I'm on a new level. Hassan, know that song. And we get to this far, right? And we're like, wow, this is different. It's a different life. And then bow right back to it. Why? I'm going to explain why. Because we think the sin, and I just, I'm, I'm just realizing this for recently for one, just reflecting. And then Jesse's, the church service uh, yesterday, Jesse talked about, um, not having a reason for living, a lot of different things. Just help me put, you know, this in, a pers- 
into perspective and really realizing like like what is going on? Why does this keep happening? Why do you keep falling back? Why the blah blah blah, right? And all this separation, and I realize, and like I said, the Bible does say, the Bible does say it's better not to sin. It's better not to sin, right? But the sin is the problem is not the sin, right? This is the problem. The rubber band. And you know what the rubber band is? Judgment. That's the sin. The sin was never the sin. It's the judgment. Look, this is the sin, this is us, right? Boom, we separate. Why do we keep coming back? Why do we come? Because the rubber band, a.k.a. the judgment, won't let us go. That's the tie. That's the slave chains is the rubber band, right? It's the rubber band that won't let us break free, right? And then we blame it on the sins. We blame it on the drugs. We blame it on the sex. And we blame it on people. And we do everything in our in our in our possible effort to get rid of those things that make us fall. And that's not a bad thing. Whatever it says in the scripture that if your right eye caused you to sin, pluck it out. So it's not bad to get rid of things that that don't serve you in a positive way that are negative to your life. There's nothing wrong with that. But we still stay tied to the sin because we don't realize that it's not the drugs, the sex, and et cetera. It's the judgment. It's the judgment. And once the judgment's gone, and maybe for some people it'll be like, okay, I'm free. It's done. Thank you. But maybe for some people it's like, okay, now we got to understand that we got to use the information or the, the understanding that it's a judgment through our each situation we go through. So it takes time to now reprogram how we approach sin, right? But it's the judgment. It's playing God. And when I realized that, it was so deep because I'm like, and I knew this, though. This is the crazy thing is that I knew it. I've heard it before. And I knew it, but in an intellectual way. You know what I mean? And I realized, I didn't I didn't realize it, but I knew like, okay, well, it's the judgment that's the the problem, not the sin. But like when I would fall into vices or or things that I would consider mistakes or whatever the case is, making a big deal about it. Right? And the reason why God says nothing is a big deal. Nothing is a big deal because we focus on, we make things important that, that don't even matter, that aren't even important. The sex, da, 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 all those things are important. They're not important. They have zero importance. Nothing's important. We're actually supposed to not have an attachment and not have a care for even doing the right thing. Because then you become a nutcase trying to do the right thing. I think we talked about that a little bit last week. But when you care about things, you become a nutcase. 
speaking from experience. But we only become a nutcase because we're judging it. It's the judgment. Like, it's the judgment. And that's why it's, God says it's better not to do these things, sex, drugs, alcohol, rock and roll. But if you do them, no big deal. Go and sin no more. No big deal. But once we stop judging, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, it's the judgment. Once we stop judging it, then we'll no longer be attached to it. This is what I believe. This is how I see it in my eyes, in my spirit. At least I think it's my spirit. It feel like it. <laughs> but the judgment, it's the judgment. It's the judgment that ties us to all things. Because the judgment is playing God. We're hating it. We do wrong and we and we label it as wrong. And that label makes us hate it. And anything you hate, you're subject to. So you can't hate, you can't have an opinion. And Jesse talks about that all the time. You can't have an opinion about nothing because when you have an opinion, it's tying you to something. Either some quote unquote good, either some quote unquote bad. High or low. So we just gotta learn to break away from um the judgment. Stop trying to stop trying to break away from the sin, the drinking, and all that stuff. Stop trying to stop worrying about that. Focus on the judge your your reaction to those things that you do. Focus on that. And I don't mean focus on it like, am I doing it today? Am I not? That's nutcase, right? But focus on it as and realize that don't judge it. And then you'll start to realize, wow, it's not even a big deal. And I'm not even lying about that. Once you don't judge it and you really don't judge it, you look back and you realize like, wow, that it's not that deep. The judgment, which comes from Satan, which comes from emotion, which comes from the ego, is just a lie. So it's good to pray. It's good to eat healthy. It's good to work out. It's good to fellowship. Good to go to church, blah, 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 all that stuff, right? But that's not the Savior. And we always think that that's the Savior. I'll speak for myself. I always was thinking like, man, this is the Savior. If I just do this enough, I'll break free. And we, the whole world looks at that as a savior. Like, if I just stop doing this, if I stop doing this. No, if you stop judging. And nobody's speaking on that. Nobody talks about the judgment. And that's how Satan like it. He's like, oh, yeah, tell, tell, Satan told all the Christians. Oh, yeah, tell everybody it's a sin. Yeah, you're right. You're right, uh, pastor. It's the it's the alcohol. It's the it's the sin. It's being gay. It's being transgender. It's being an alcoholic. It's being a sex addict. Yeah, that's the problem. Yep, tell them preach. That's what Satan's saying. And then we get all distracted wrestling with all those things when that's never been a problem. Overeating, overweight people, 
never been a problem was food. Food ain't never been a problem. The judgment to eating the food has always been a problem. So if that don't help you get more free, I don't know what else. Because it's just so crazy how simple it is. It's so crazy how simple it is. What you mean it's just judgment? What? Anyway, I hope that makes sense. Um, I have some calls. I want to get to some calls a little bit earlier because I'd be neglecting calls. I know I'd just be selfish, ego. <laughs> but I'm going I'm to get to some calls um, a little bit early on, and then we'll see about some other topics or finishing this one, whatever. But let me get to some call. Let me go to Issa. I think that's right. Issa, first time caller out of California. Issa, welcome to the show. You're on the air. Joel, this is my first time calling in your show, but I just want to mention to back up a little bit because you were talking about wolves in ship clothing, playing God. But the very, very first thing first is that I don't fault those people who are lost is because they do not know what this religion is all about, whether it is um, Christian or Islam. So very, very important. They need to know exactly the roots and origin of the religion before they even connect to God. Because even if they are saying different kind of information about uh, what they believe or their judgment, if they are not connected with God, it don't mean anything. So very right. first thing, why is it the wolves in sheep clothing are playing God? Because the bottom line, I want to use a fair use section 107 of the Copyright Act 1976 for educational purposes. Number one is money. Try, try, do me a favor, Issa, um, try to talk a little bit slower because it's hard to um, understand what you're saying. So try oh, to, okay. yeah, okay. a little bit slower. Okay. Um, number one, before we, we can even identify the problem about judgment or how to deal with the judgment. They have to know the origin of religion that they are actually... And what do you mean by that? They have to know the origin of the religion. What do you mean by that? Because, for example, if you're Christian, then you have to go back how the Christianity was actually created. But if you have to go through from the beginning, it was... Um, so far deep between Islam. Islam and Christianity are intertwined. If you look at the mosque and Catholic Church, all the symbols are in the same pattern. Well, okay. what, so what makes you, not to cut you off, Isa, but just for time's sake, what, what makes you believe that you have to go back to the origins of religion in order to understand God and know God? Because how do they, how do the people who are not believing in God, are connected to God. Even if they pray so hard, even if they do everything what they think is right, of course, every individual has different um, opinion or understanding. Yeah. If they don't have that connection to God, to Jesus Christ, how do they know that they are sinning? Okay, so do you think that the the only way to get to God or to understand God's voice and all that um, is to have to go to the beginning of the history of Christianity? That's the part of it. 
But why do you think that? Why do you think? Why do you think we have to go back to the ba- to the beginning? Because how do you know who's the head of the household? How do you know who's the head of oh, mankind? Of that's everything? so good. That's such a good point, Issa. So we know that. Well, let me let, let me answer that really quick, just because of time. Um, we know that, Issa. I have to disagree with you, um, partly. Like I know what you're saying, and and I get what you're saying, and you're not like wrong about it, but. We don't have to. We don't have to go back to the beginning or anything to, to know the word of God because it's just in us for one that we understand the order once we know who God is. So if you have to go back to the beginning of the scriptures and the the religious text, you're just learning a bunch of information, a bunch of knowledge, a bunch of intellectual stuff. No, no, Wait, no, no. But let me that's, finish. That's what I'm saying. Right. Okay. But we don't need to. We don't need text. We don't need text. All we have to do first is understand and recognize God's voice, the 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 voice's voice within, right? And once we recognize that and understand that, then He provides all the answers. I talk to people who never read the Bible, but they they can see, they have insight, and they they um they'll speak the scripture in their own words. And I'll be like, oh, that's in the Bible. And they'll be like, it is? And they never read the Bible. They don't even know the Bible, right? But it's because right. they have the, the the Holy Spirit, the source within, which is God, that's speaking through, right? And that has all the answers. That has all the information. That has all the wisdom. So I don't think that... Yeah, that's true. That's true. But, but I just want to say this, yeah. that it's so true. But there is but. Because you can say that. Because you believe in it, but what about the people who don't believe and who do not know how to recognize that voice from God? Yes, perfect. I think that they're better off by not searching for it in the Bible or or any religious text. Correct, correct. But That's I've... correct. But the bottom line is very, very important when it comes to speaking to religion. It yeah. has to come from home, from parents who yeah. try to yeah. influence the children, and that's how they're going to learn from it. You yeah, know, for I mean, sure. as an Asian woman who is American, I feel that in America, the one thing that is missing is the connection between the parents and the children. And the children for are sure. actually live by themselves and they have to grow up by themselves. But if all the family are gathered, just like, for example, the way I grow up every six o'clock, we are all inside the home praying for everyone and then we have different kind of church and understanding of how like to live but nowadays it's all about races 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 and the yeah. religion are left behind so anyway thank yeah. you okay no i appreciate it Issa. call me again thanks thanks for the okay, uh you. yeah your take on it appreciate it um i had to i she's making good points but i just the direction of it to me in my opinion is off because um and I don't even want to say off because she's right. But to me, that seems like traditionalism, if that makes it, if that's even a word, because that sounds good. We meet up at six o'clock as a family and we pray. Right. But I don't mean that you're going to find God. You know what I mean? If you sit up at six o'clock trying to pray, that's just exactly what I'm talking about is that we get to work thinking that um, that's the answer. But it may be helpful a little bit, 
But that's not the the issue. The issue is is finding God within. And if the parents were teaching kids the Bible and the scriptures and they grew up teaching the kids the Bible and the scriptures, that still doesn't mean they're going to get it. The parents got to be the example of it. Life itself and God has to come out the mouth, not just words. And you actually say less when you try to, uh, when God's coming from you, opposed to you just like telling your kids what, they can and can't do. You ever realize that? You end up using way too many words trying to preach, right? You say less when you just allow it to be. And you, they just see it on you. So I don't, you know, she used to sound like a nice lady. And I know that um, um, she, um, you know, she makes some good points. But I just don't think it's religious text going back to the source and going back to the original text and like in order to find God going to the root of the message and meeting up at six o'clock. Those are all nice things. and There's nothing wrong with them. There's nothing wrong with them. Praying at six and going back to the Bible. There's nothing wrong with that. But that's not the answer. I think that's what a lot of Christians get wrong is they think that that's the way. And that's low key thinking you can do it. That's your efforts, thinking your efforts are going to give you the answer. No. Faith in God and letting it be. Letting go and letting it be. And letting God lead you to the source is the answer. Let me go to, ooh, Russ out of Virginia. I haven't talked to Russ in a long time. If this is the same Russ, Russ, welcome to the show. You're on the air. Yeah, it's me. Jonah. It's Russ. You, go, you put me in your song, man. Yeah. <laughs> What's up, man? Man, I've been trying to catch you ever since I heard you had the show, but my script, my schedule, so screwed up. It's hard for me to to you know be available. This is the first time I watched, and I and I was just telling Jake. Um, not too long ago that I was trying to catch you because I wanted to say, number one, congratulations. Thank you. Number two, good luck. And number three, I've been waiting since when Hake first started his show, and it was you, Hake, and some other guy. Esteban. I always thought, I always thought that it was cool um, having like uh, a younger person's take on the subject. And then there were three of y'all, so each one of y'all had a different on it and yeah. i just thought that was nice all oh, right on man i appreciate that russ i appreciate yeah, you man, calling but you uh, keep going keep going strong and, and good luck thank you man i appreciate it all right all right man oh and james said he told everybody do i like your music i you 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 do or you don't i do see see but I, you know i appreciate that russ Thank you. I've even seen your your little your little videos on your rapping about different things. I've why, seen why they gotta be little? Your, See why they gotta school. be little? Why they gotta be little? Well, I, I, <laughs> come on. I, I mean, short. How about that? Uh, okay. <laughs> now nah, I'm playing. I appreciate that, Russ. See. <clears throat> yeah, just keep up the good work, man. Thank you, man. I appreciate. it. Call me again. All right, man. Have a good one. All right, man. Bye. That, you know. All right, Russ. All right. I appreciate it. Thank you, man. That, that was nice. Thanks, Russ.
Um. Interesting. I know. John Frederick says little video. He, he said little. <laughs> but he meant well. He meant well by the video. He meant well. Um, amazing. So, for a second, since we got a little bit of time left here, um, I kind of briefly talked about it, a past show, but I want to get into it a little bit more is um, two things. For one, um, Jesse's biblical question yesterday was, uh, or the answer to the biblical question not yesterday on Sunday, um, made me realize a lot of things too, um, which helped shape the show as well today. He talked about um, not having a reason for living and that's so um, interesting because having a reason seems to be another example of you trying to control the outcome, right? You needing some motivation. And um, I realized how how simple and free freeing it is just to allow yourself to just be you know what i mean and and it's not like like you become a professional at just being but just that understanding of just like not trying to impress the girl not trying to lead not trying to be the 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 head of that the the wife not trying to not be angry you know what i mean like all that stuff is just effort and spinning the wheels and conflict and if you end up not leading your wife in a moment or not leading or not being of love or whatever right in the moment that's good and I mean good in the sense of like those things happen for our benefit of growth, but we don't like those things to happen because we're like, man, I missed a moment of being of love. I didn't lead my wife in this way. I didn't lead my girlfriend, but it's not about leading like that. It's more so about you realizing um, where you went wrong or realizing that um, you're still learning. And that energy comes across more humble and respectable to your wives and your or your girl and other people around you. Um, that comes off more respectable to them and more approachable to them than when you try to lead them. Because when you try to lead them, there's an arrogance that comes from you. Speaking from experience, there's an arrogance that comes from you trying to just be like the man and you mean well and you mean well you don't mean no harm but it doesn't change that that energy that comes from you it, it, it's arrogant right because we're not supposed to lead because we're we we believe to lead you naturally lead 
You even lead when you do something wrong. Because your honesty, your awareness about it, still keeping you in the lead. You do something wrong to your girl, your wife, right? You yell at her. You accidentally get angry. You get angry again, right? But then you go back and say, you know, I was wrong for getting angry, A, B, and C. You talk about it, communicate it. Back in the lead. Actually, you never actually left the lead, even when you got angry because you're, your awareness, right? So being, having strong moments and having weak moments are all the same. Nothing changed, but we try to avoid not having those weak moments so we can be strong, but then that's just phony. And we, we mean well, but I realize in, 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 in relationships or dating or whatever, it's like that, that energy of just trying to be like, let me let them know that I got them. I'm the man. You know what I mean? Like, and there's nothing wrong with like having some charm, flirting a little bit or like taking care of things and stuff like that. Like there's nothing wrong with that. Right. But you want all things to be natural for one, but for two, thinking you got to lead. This is key. Thinking you got to lead puts you yourself on this pedestal and you're looking down at people. You're actually looking down at your wife or your girlfriend or your people around you. You're looking down at them when you think that you can lead. When you think you got the you got the juice. You got the spirit. When you think that as soon as you think that you're that's already judgment and you're already looking down upon the person around you. So it's already arrogance and they're feeling that. And if it happens no big deal. You're you're learning, right? No big deal. Whatever. But that's just what it is. We're not supposed to exalt ourselves because without God, what, who, how, are we, how are we different from anybody in general, even with God? How are we different from anybody? We may have these insights that come from God and stuff like that, but how are we different from anybody? They can have the insights too. And that's hard to understand. I mean, that's hard to live out. But if you... If as soon as you think that you're leading or you gotta lead, you're already looking down on somebody else. You're already thinking you're better and then they're they're um you're superior and they're inferior to you. Cause you gotta lead them. What the Oh, you 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 the one. You know what I mean? And I've been and that happens. That happens to me. I get caught up in that sometimes. But no big deal. That's the whole part of learning and growing. You know what I mean? So we got to stop trying to lead and all that mess. Like just have, just be, just be, just be regular. You know what I mean? Just be, we just got to learn to be just regular. Just be kind to everybody. Just get along with everybody. All people, no matter who they are, just get along. And just be nice, be kind, be respectable. And then you know when you have to say something or speak up or whatever, right? But you just be regular. You know what I mean? Like, we just got to um, get out the Christian thing. 
real Christians aren't, aren't about the Christian thing. Walking around talking about I'm a Christian. Real Christians don't even say they're a Christian unless they're asked or whatever, right? But people just know it. You're like, oh, yeah, I can tell that he, like, you know, he doing something, something right. You know what I mean? Like, anyway, Donald Trump. I brought this in. <laughs> Hold on. I wanted to talk about a little bit. I have a couple of minutes here. I just want to talk about it. Um, I got a lot of respect for the man. Um, are there some things in there that I may disagree with? Maybe. Um, doesn't change nothing. Because I know people are always like, well, he said this, he did that. That doesn't change, like, how I view him. You know what I mean? I got a lot of respect for him because I watched the CNN town hall. Now, mind you, I've watched other things of him, especially being um, here on the um, Jesse, Lee Peterson, uh, Jesse Lee Peterson show as an audio engineer. Um, I learned, I seen a whole new, I seen a whole different view of Trump being here. And, but outside of that, just by me having my own opinion, um, I just respect him because he's real. Whether he hurts your feelings or not, I'd rather have a real person. Because they can hurt your feelings and you go back home and once your feelings pass, then you're left with the truth. At least they gave you the truth. Now, do some people have to work on how they say things? Yeah, of course. Why not? It'd be helpful if you work on how they say things. But I don't think, I'm not, I don't ever think about that with him. I don't ever think about that with Trump. Like, I don't ever think like, wow, that was a little bit harsh. And maybe he says things that are a little bit harsh. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, sure. But he stands firm. He stands firm in what he believes. He's non-wavering. He doesn't allow people to change his mind, his opinion. He doesn't um, quiver when um, things get rough. And maybe he does behind closed doors. But it don't matter because when he comes out in the public, he stands firm. We all struggle and deal with stuff in our in the home life, but that's how you're supposed to do. When you're dealing with stuff and you're feeling whatever, you go home, you deal with it, you reflect on it, you pray on it, whatever, you, you work it out. And then when you get back in the public, you be what you need to be. And I respect that about him. And he almost makes politics interesting. Because I'm not into politics like that. I'm like secondhand politics. Like if somebody's talking about it, like they're talking about politics, I'm like on the right side catching the whiff. You know what I mean? And it makes sense and I'm enjoying it, but I'm like, I won't go like to a dealer and pick it up. You know what I mean? 
I won't call my connect and be like, hey, I need some more. Like, that's not that's not the type of like interest I have when it comes to politics. But when I watch him, I just respect it because um, he comes from a real place and realness is translatable, is relatable to everyone, Christian, political, um, agnostic, all that, right? Because you're just real. And he's solid. And he means what he says. That's refreshing. Like, that is so refreshing to me. Now, I'm speaking, I'm going to be honest, I'm speaking strictly from a place of, like, not really knowing too much about policy and all that stuff, right? I know some things. But, like, I know some people who, like, like, like Trump or don't like Trump, and they're, like, really in the details about everything he does and, like, all the good and bad things he does, blah, blah, blah. I like stepping back and looking at the spirit of the person. Because that's that's all you need to know. Right? And but it's good to know the other stuff too, the details. Like there's nothing wrong with that. It it brings some insight too. But I'm just not into it like that. But I just like every time he like has a speech and do stuff like that, he's just um straightforward. And not only that, like you could tell that he genuinely is wants to do his best to be of service to the country and to the people. And I'm still trying to figure out what he said that's so bad, to be honest. I'm, I'm, be, I'm trying to figure out, I still be trying to figure out what he be saying that's so bad to y'all. Is it about the illegal aliens? Is it about the, the gays? I don't even know if he said nothing about the gays. I think he did, like, he showed support to the gays. But what is it so bad that be hurting people's... Like, what is he be saying that be so hurt? Grab him by the, the thing. Like, they be using all this stuff. I'm like, they still talk about that? They still be talking about that. Oh, when you said grab him by the... And? If I was Trump, I'd be like, and? And, and he does kind of say that, though. If you watch him, he does explain what he meant by it. But he he's kind of saying, like, and? You know what I mean? Like, am I lying? That's the question. Am I lying? That's the thing that, that I'd be wondering what people be thinking. Like, is he lying? Is there a problem at the border? Yes. Everybody knows it, but it's because how he worded it. He worded it this way. That's not nice. And maybe he could word it better. Sure. Sure. I don't care. But maybe he could word it better because there's some people that, that are sensitive. And, and wording it better sometimes shows a little bit of respect. So Kenny, maybe. But it's not important at all. Zero importance. And if you're worried about that, you need to look in the mirror. You need to figure out how you need to get over being so sensitive.
you're the problem. It ain't him. It's never anybody else. So I like Trump. But it's not really saying much because I like all people, really. I, I don't see. And there's people I'm like, ugh. <laughs> but I don't like hate people. But I like Trump. And I like him even more because I like how real he is. And I like some of the things that or like some of the things that I know about the policies that, that he's into or or like the things that he does and like where he stands. That makes me like him even more. Right. But, man, there's nothing better in this world, nothing better, more refreshing, great to see than with somebody who has genuine confidence and won't let you make them crumble and they're not shaky. Ain't nothing, I don't care what you believe because our beliefs change over time. We learn things, we realize we're wrong, we make mistakes, all that stuff changes, but where's your spirit at? What's your spirit like? Are you firm in your beliefs? Do you recognize God's voice? Are you standing firm on what you believe to be true? Is your foundation strong? Or are you capping? And I respect that so much about Trump. Standing firm. Wrong or right. You know what I mean? That's what it's about. So I wanted to get that out because people ask me, like, what do you feel about Trump? I know I'm out of time. Lord Baby said you're also out of time. I ran out of time. Um, <laughs> it's the real Mr. Mad says, we capping, Joe. <laughs> I just want to get that out because... I don't know people be thinking I'm I'm afraid to talk about Trump or like why don't I get into politics or like let them know that we're still riding with Trump. I think one of the callers said let them know that we still riding with Trump. Why? I know he means well though. I forgot his name. Um and I like him. Art. I like Art. He'd be like let them know that we still riding with Trump. Art from Ohio. Why? For what? But I but I get what he's saying. But I like Like, it's not that important. And who care? <laughs> but people be thinking, like, I, I just don't ride with Trump or they want to know what, like, I feel about it. Man, I like him. So that's all I really got to say about that. And now if you guys have specific questions about Trump stuff, you can ask me, call and ask me. Like, call and ask me. So, that's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? I hope that made sense. Dang, there are some other things that I wanted to try to get to, but maybe I'll get to them next week, if the Lord is willing. Um, But, yeah. I appreciate you guys tuning in, too. I appreciate you guys tuning in every week. I appreciate that. I'm going to end it, because um, I don't want to go over over time 
But I appreciate you guys tuning in every week. It's amazing. It really is. The numbers are going up. Everything's going up. And I just I appreciate that. I really do. So thank you, chat. Thank you to all everybody who's watching. Keep sending the videos out, right? Because we got to get, we got to do something. We got to get something going. So send the videos out. Watch everybody's show on the platform. Nick, James, Jesse, me. And we got more people coming and we got more content coming. So just keep supporting, keep spreading the message, um, keep sending the videos. Also, if you got family members and friends who are dealing with stuff, um, you don't always got to send them. Um, it's, send them our videos too, right? But also, um, you can, you can, uh, you know, if you've watched long enough and you've overcome it and you're learning and you're capable of, of speaking to them, properly you say it you know what i mean you can say it to them because sometimes they they like it better when it's from your voice because they know you but still send the videos anyway send all the stuff anyway but yeah follow me across all platforms joel friday tv on instagram youtube all that good stuff and the gifted of dance follow across the platform subscribe 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 get the message out all that good stuff we got some stuff coming you think we playing when we say that because you ain't seen nothing yet, but you ain't seen nothing yet. It's coming. So make sure you're, you're, you're subscribed across the board. Thank y'all for watching. Make sure you tune in. The Anchor Baby coming in next, the, the American Anchor Baby show. Make sure you don't miss it. Oh, at 4 p.m. At 4. Not right now. At 4 p.m. Pacific time. Don't miss it. Make sure you tune back in for his show. It's amazing. Don't miss it. Make sure you catch it. And we got some stuff coming. Appreciate y'all. Y'all are amazing. See you later. Bye.